Hello and welcome back to Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle and this is a bonus episode. We are continuing to review Married at First Sight season 14. This is a recap of episode 14. It's just a blip that released on April 13th, 2022. And before I get into the recap of this episode, Just a few really quick announcements, podcast announcements for internal rambles. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you for continuing to listen to internal rambles. Please check out, if you haven't already, the episode that released today, as that is the season finale of internal rambles season one. Yay! And I just kind of recap my journey of my first season of podcasting and just a little kind of housekeeping info. Next week will be a re-release of my most popular episode My and I think it's going to be my favorite episode as well. So next week will not be a new episode of my normal content and then season two of internal rambles will release on april 28th so thank you for listening i really appreciate everything season two of internal rambles will begin on april 28th and please check out my previous content and i appreciate all of you all right now let's get into why you are actually here for this episode we are recapping mary at first sight Season 14, episode 14. In this episode, the married couples go on a little week. I'm guessing it's probably a weekend, a little weekend excursion, a little getaway trip. And very interesting episode. So as per usual, I will go through each couple and give my thoughts on what occurred for each one so let me switch it up a bit let's start with I don't know if it's really switching it up but let's start with uh, Jasmina and Michael so if you have been listening to my recaps initially I had my top two favorite couples they were Jasmina and Michael and Steve and Noi at this point at this stage in the game I don't have any favorite couples in regards to like who I believe is going to make it to the end. They all are struggling. I don't know if anyone is going to say yes at the end of the season. And at, I mean, honestly, if they do say yes, I don't see there's red flags with all of these couples. I don't see them making it. Jasmina and Michael they're interacting they're communicating but jasmina still has this really weird block with michael so it was really positive this episode they were communicating they set up some couples games You know, it really looked like they were building a solid foundation, a solid friendship. Michael just be, you know, whatever Jasmina want, he's down for. And one of the things that Jasmina is, I guess she's into like 
fortune telling and all of that stuff so she set up one of the like individual tests or not test tasks that Jasmina set up for the both of them was for Michael to see along with her a I don't know a card reader which I think you know everyone you know I respect people's views but I do have a strong view in regards to people that do like the fortune telling card reading type of a thing I think that's very um there's a risk in regards to that first of all how do you know these people really have that ability but also there's a reason why we don't know what our future holds you know um we really are supposed to have faith that what is meant to be will be um and i'm not going to get all into that so it is what it is so she wants she puts so much stock into michael being vulnerable and Michael doing all this work and being so honest but she's not doing the work it's so crazy to me I don't see a lot of vulnerability with Jasmina I don't see her really opening up Michael has had a very hard past and the thing that I don't think she understands is if she keeps trying to unlock all these doors is she really ready to be that support for him I don't know if she is because she still doesn't really want to hold his hand and she will talk to him but that that vulnerability that affection that you know she's not there in that way that emotional piece she really is not there for him and at the end of the show she did get emotional that you know he felt that her bringing him to this card reader felt that you know he saw it as a sign that she cared and she got all teary-eyed and blah they were holding hands so that was like a little baby step but then the preview of the next episode she was meeting with one of the experts and she's like I still can't kiss him I still feel nothing I still can't touch him so you still are doing all these things you want him to be so vulnerable but you aren't doing the work you don't feel you say one thing and you're doing another. You don't have these emotions for him. You can't unlock Pandora's box for, box for him and then leave him hanging. So Jasmina is just, you know. Uh, <sighs> Michael's putting in that work. And I have yet to really see where she's vulnerable, where she's trying, where she she's trying to push him. But where is the work that she's doing I don't see it like she's trying to push him but where is the work that she is doing on herself I don't see it and one of the things that and I don't you know I don't really believe in what you know card reading or whatever but one of the things that the card reader did say is they could potentially have a really positive relationship they just don't know it yet and it's just, it's because there's just so many barriers that they have put up. I believe Michael has let a lot of them down, but it's because he hasn't really seen that in Jasmina. It's like, why am I going to put all of my walls down and my my wife isn't doing the same? 
So it's scary country for Jasmina and Michael. Like they would have to go and and endure so much and and go leaps and bounds within the next few weeks for them to really make waves and show a lot of progress in a very short period of time. Steve and Noi, my other initial top two couples. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I, they are in trouble because the more that I see them, Noi is immature. She, I think she wants the ideal of marriage and is not willing to put in the work because she's still holding on to, I'm going to post whatever I want on social media. I don't care that it hurts you if I post about our marriage. You know, she is a little bit younger, so she is a part of that social media is my therapy type of, is my outlet and Steve is like, no, you keep our business at home. And he has said on multiple times, it has hurt him that she posts on social media, even though she's like, I wasn't talking about you, you girl, you were. And even if she wasn't talking about him, people are going to assume why even let that drama be out there. She doesn't understand what she's doing and doesn't care, honestly, because she wants to do what she wants to do. But when you're in a relationship and particularly a, a marriage, you have to consider your partner, your husband, your family. And that just shows her immaturity. She still holds resentment that he does not have a job, but he sat down. He made a life plan. Is he going to stick to it? We don't know, but he did do that. He's showing compromise where she's not showing compromise. At the end of, I think it was at the end of the show. Now she's saying, you know, I don't really know if I want to move in with you just yet. Once this is over, once the show is over, girl, what do you want to be married or not? Like, that's what married couples do. And she explained, you know, back in the day, I did give up everything for a relationship. But, but, and, you know, it didn't work out. But you're married now. It's like, do you, this is the thing that frustrates me at times with married at first sight. It's like, do you know what married at first sight is? Like, it really is a marriage at first sight. But, you have to really treat it like it's the real thing. And so it's putting up a lot of doubt, I'm sure, for Steve. And he's like, well, if you don't want to move in with me, it's like, how am I going to say yes at the end of it? Like, what are we doing? <sighs> Trouble in paradise because Noi continuously shows that she's not committed to the marriage and that's really unfortunate because Steve I was a little worried and I you know I'm not saying I'm not fully worried he wants to be an entrepreneur or a contractor or he doesn't want to have the typical nine to five career 
but he's willing to have that conversation and work out. He's aware of that financial piece. He's he's willing to have that compromise in some way. Noi don't be wanting to budge, you know, and it's just like, girl, get it together. So it's trouble in, in paradise for them. And and even she doesn't listen to him, but she doesn't listen to the experts either. And it's just like, you not going to go very far if you're not going to woman up, mature up and learn how to be a wife. So I have a lot of flags for them. I don't it's not looking very good for Stephen Noy. Mark and Lindsay has been struggling and it hasn't gotten better and they just as we have seen they don't know how to communicate with each other and things started out okay there was a point where Lindsay got upset with Mark because Mark gets easily frustrated with Lindsay she's very lively and he seems to just kind of like to be low-key and she's very playful and he doesn't like that and then I think he called her like really hyper she got very upset about that and she's like you know you're always pointing digs at me and he's like you know listen like I can't handle all of that Another part was they played a game with all the couples where it was like, who is the most likely to do this? Who's most likely to do that? And one of the things I think it was like, who was the most likely to cause an argument, I think, or something like that. And whatever it was, she didn't like. And she got upset about it and she was like listen I love me and people like me and you know what I got God on my side <laughs> whenever people start saying you know people like me and I got God you already know they upset so it wasn't a very fun trip for Lindsay and then she got sick and had to go to urgent care and I mean they just it's just like there's always just high drama with them so it sounds all over the place, right? Just me recapping it because it is all over the place. What I will say is that Mark is not very accepting of Lindsay. She has a very active personality, you know. She really has gotten better, but he really don't be wanting to deal with her, honestly. She's very caring, but he he doesn't want to deal with her. When he learns to accept her personality, he has to learn how to deal with her personality because she really don't be doing anything wrong. Now, she accelerates a bit, but for the most part, she shows that she cares. He really doesn't show that he cares for her now he did take her to urgent care but it's just like who else was going to take her to the doctor like but in those moments where she's being playful and she's being touchy-feely like he doesn't show affection to her like it's just it's a very uneven match like I think he's too laid back for her and 
she i think his i will i will say as someone who's very sarcastic you when when you're dealing with a sarcastic person you have to learn not to take the sarcasm personal now i don't know if her sarcasm is personal but i think that she's so fed up with him it may be personal they just can't communicate like i don't even know they they're just doomed i think that he he doesn't communicate he shuts down so instantly where she's just like give me words give me affection give me something so it's just that distance that it's just like she be grasping for straws like they not gonna make it what in one respect he says i know you care i know you're great i know you this but he doesn't show that that's the incongruency that i think she gets frustrated with katina and Elijah can we send Elijah somewhere whenever each episode i just want to throw a shoe at him <laughs> That someone made a comment oh, on, on Twitter. They like screenshotted a picture from the, an episode, a previous episode of Katina. And I'm paraphrasing and they were like, Katina looks like a woman who's depressed and abused. Not physically, but just like. And she does. She be having bags under her eyes. That woman is unhappy she is trying to make this relationship work elijah Wan think he is the moon the sun the stars and everything and i don't see it he was on her because she's in school she you know and he's like you want to have kids how are you going to have kids and you're just getting out of school he's so demeaning to her and it's like bruh Women are amazing. Women can be in school and have a child, graduate with honors, and be dope in their career. Like, if she, if that's what her timeline is, that's what her timeline is. And she finally started to speak up for herself. Like, she is in school. She got two years to go and she wants to have kids in two years. You know, who's to say that it will happen that way? Life happens. It may take four years for her to have kids. But who is he? You know, he's like, because, you know, I went to school and then I paid off my bills and now I can do whatever I want. Bro, don't nobody want that life that you got. Like everyone's life is what they are supposed to be. Nobody's competing with you. And she was like, I can do it. Like, this is what... What? That's all I gotta say. He is just so... He down-talks her all the time. Like, how are you gonna be able to do... He's because he, Basically, he's like, because I'm not trying to take care of you. She's not asking you to. A marriage is a partnership, by the way. I, I just don't understand where he comes from. And I, I need someone to call him. I, I, maybe there's no hope, but the the way that he that he 
talks down to her is just I don't know if someone like in her family need I don't know who it is because the experts isn't giving him enough of the energy that he needs they letting him slide by like no unacceptable if that's her timeline that's her timeline if you can't deal with it then you not the man for her you ain't you haven't been the man for her this whole time that's all i'm gonna say he just agitates life like i just i can't he is so not supportive of her just it's just all of these couples are doomed <laughs> no one seems to be on a positive road and according to the show they have two weeks to go I don't have a glimmer of hope for any of these marriages at this point. So hopefully they can turn it around, but it's rough for them. It's, it's rough. And that is my recap of this episode. We'll see what happens. Thank you for listening. Please check out my previous content. I am on all of the platforms, Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon. Definitely check out my season finale episode that I just posted today to get, you know, some insight on what's happening, but also check out my previous recaps. Check out my previous some of my previous episodes, my check-ins, my episode on infidelity, all of the good stuff. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself and until my next episode this is your girl Rochelle talk to you soon